I am Cheryl Witten, and this is The Aromatherapist, where we discover the superpower of plants. This episode is brought to you by the brand new ebook, Diffusing for Beginners. I created this ebook because there's so much confusion around aromatherapy and diffusing, and so much discussion and so much debating about what is safe. This ebook breaks down the mechanism of smell, the real dangers in your home from synthetic scents, and explains how aromatherapy can actually transform your home and space into a clean and natural haven. Discover the safety considerations around certain conditions like epilepsy, asthma, children, how to diffuse around pets, and more. Experiment with 48 different all-season diffuser blends. Diffusing for Beginners is available now on Kindle. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Hope you're all staying well and healthy and keeping sane. Today, I want to talk a little bit about being in the sunshine while using essential oils. So you may have heard or read somewhere that essential oils and some plants are phototoxic. This is true. This is actually one thing the internet may kind of have gotten right. As per usual, the internet doesn't get it all right all of the time. There are some products that shouldn't be used in UV light And we need to talk about how to protect the skin and what to do, because this is a common thing that we sometimes forget about. And at all costs, we want to protect the skin as much as possible. So sometimes we hear the terms photosensitivity, phototoxicity, photoallergy, and sometimes those terms are used interchangeably. However, they're not really all the same thing. So technically a photosensitivity is the general term for heightened skin sensitivity or reaction when the skin is exposed to UV light from the sun or tanning beds, for example. So this term encompasses two types of reactions, phototoxicity and photoallergy. So these are types of photosensitivities. Phototoxicity from essential oils occurs when compounds called foranocoumarins kind of squeeze between or get between base pairs in the DNA. And they form what's called a covalent bond, which cross-links DNA. So this creates inflammation, which creates a reaction in the body. So then we get some swelling, we get some redness, a sunburn, sometimes blisters in severe cases. Sometimes it can be delayed for a few days and the change in skin color can actually last a few weeks. So this is sometimes called phototoxic contact dermatitis, sometimes called phytophotodermatitis or sometimes called margarita dermatitis. Photoallergy is a type 4 hypersensitivity or immune response. UV light interacts with a substance that's applied to the skin. This interaction creates a haptin or an antigen. This generates T cells which meet this antigen and then we have a type 4 sensitivity. It's not just the plant that causes this problem. The skin has to be both exposed to the oil, the compound in the oil, in the plant, and UV light. So there has to be that combination in order for this to occur. And so where phototoxicity usually looks like a sunburn, photoallergy usually looks like eczema. So photoallergy is really quite uncommon. And it can be difficult to tell the two apart. It can, it's really quite, it's more of an immune issue. And so it's, it's not as common as phototoxicity. And phototoxicity is the one that we deal with in essential oils. Some medications 
cause phototoxicity, different types of medications. Some sunscreen in- ingredients also cause phototoxicity. It is actually fairly uncommon. So what is the actual problem with phototoxicity? Basically, certain essential oils increase the risk of sunburn if you apply them to the skin and then you go into UV light. So before we really get too far into this, it's important to say this. It all sounds terrifying, but what we need to say is that while it is important not to take this lightly and you should protect the skin, it's not really the end of the world. We already know by now that we should be protecting our skin in the sunlight, not to be using tanning bed, and that we should be wearing sunscreen. Not only do we risk damaging our skin, but it also causes wrinkles if you don't. But it's also important to understand that it doesn't mean you can't use essential oils. It just means that there are things that we need to do in order to protect the skin and that we need to educate ourselves if we're using them and those that we work with or those that we teach about this precaution. Okay, so which oils cause this problem? The basic essential oils really are citrus oils, but there are some exceptions and there are other plants as well. Generally speaking, cold-pressed lemon, lime, grapefruit, bitter orange, bergamot oils are going to have this phototoxicity risk. Angelica, rue, Tajitis, fig leaf, mandarin leaf, and cumin. All of these oils should be used carefully, but bergamot and tajitis are major culprits here. These are very, very high chance of having a phototoxicity reaction. And of course, any blends that contain these essential oils as well. Some other essential oils that are considered lower risk for phototoxicity are cold-pressed clementine, combava, skimia, Angelica Absolute or CO2 extract, celery leaf oil, celery seed absolute, cumin seed absolute, and cumin seed CO2 or carbon dioxide extract, Kella and Lovich, and parsnip oil. So these may have a risk of phototoxicity, but it is lower than the others that we discussed. So the internet tends to lump all citrus oils into the mix as all of them are phototoxic, but it's actually not the case. So steam distilled citrus oils are different than cold pressed oils and the steam distilled versions are not phototoxic. So steam steam distilled lemon, lime, grapefruit, bitter orange, bergamot even, the one that is fairly high risk for phototoxicity Steam distilled versions are not phototoxic. So the cold pressed versions are. And so we typically see more cold pressed versions of these oils because they're they're actually quite delicate oils and it can be difficult to steam distill. And it actually changes, there's a real different aroma to a steam distilled versus a cold expressed oil. And so what's important then is if you have a lemon oil or you have a bergamot or grapefruit or bitter orange or whatever, Let's check the label. Make sure you're verifying how the oil is distilled. If it's steam distilled, you're not going to have any problems using it on your skin going into sunlight. Also, sweet orange, mandarin, tangerine, yuzu, tangelo, and pettigrain are not considered phototoxic. So those are other citrus oils that are not phototoxic, so safe to use in sunlight. You can also find furanocoumarin-free bergamot, which has that phototoxic compound removed. So that makes it safe. So that's another option as well. 
that oil has been altered if you take that compound out. But some people prefer to use that just, especially if they're using skincare products, in order to doubly ensure that it's going to be safe on the skin. So how do we prevent a reaction then? First, let's talk about the things that don't typically have a risk. Products that actually are for the skin and that wash off the skin are not going to have a a high risk of phototoxicity if they have these citrus oils or different types of oils in there. Things like shampoos and washes and soaps, they're going to wash right off the skin. So we're really not going to be worried here about this. It's not really going to adhere to the skin. However, if you use these and then go into a steam or a sauna and that product has citrus oils in it or it's got angelica in there or rue, then you might cause the oils to adhere to the skin, which then you may have a risk of phototoxicity. So this is where you're going to want to use some caution. Generally speaking, if your body wash has an essential oil in it, like lemon, and you use that on the skin and it washes right off and then you're going to go outside, it's not going to be a risk. Also, fully covered skin is not going to have a risk because the rays won't be able to reach that area. So if you have applied it, you jump out into the sunlight, but you have a full length, tightly bound type of fabric that's going to fully cover the skin and you have no risk of rays getting through the fabric, then that area is going to be okay. You're going to have protected skin. Also, technically speaking, it's possible to avoid this phototoxicity problem by actually properly diluting essential oils before applying to the skin. So it is possible to actually put lemon in enough carrier oil and use it on your skin without having a problem. What happens though is most people don't know how to do this very well. It gets really confusing when you have to start remembering percentages for specific essential oils and people just have trouble remembering which ones are phototoxic and and trying to find the list and it just becomes a thing. And so I just generally recommend the easiest thing is just use caution with all citrus oils. If you can't remember which ones are not phototoxic or which ones are in order to protect yourself, just, just use caution with them all as well as the other ones, obviously. And then the basic thing is really just to wait 12 hours after applying before you go into UV light or make sure the skin is fully properly covered with a good fabric. That's generally going to take care of most of your problems. So the other thing to think about is this can happen all year round. So we're not subject to the sun just in the summer months. However, I live in Canada. We are fully clothed in the winter. I'm talking not an inch of skin is getting any sunlight in the winter. Hello, white legs. And we aren't typically outside much because it's so cold. So I'm not as worried for myself personally in the winter. So I'm going to be paying more attention in the summer months. However, if you live in a hot climate, pay attention to this. Pay attention to the sunshine. Pay attention to the oils you're using. If you are regularly outside in UV light or you use tanning beds, let's hope you don't, but let's say you do, you need to pay attention to this. Be careful. And really when we're outside, the times of the years when we're outside the most, this is when we need to consider the sunlight. So generally... The best rule of thumb really is going to be if you can use a different oil, then use it, right? There's no, there's no sense taking a risk. In the summer months, I tend to try to refrain from using citrus oils. I like to use them a lot on my face because lemon and bergamot, these oils are actually very effective for acne and blemishes and for oily and dull skin. But I really try carefully not to use a citrus oil because I often use them neat on my skin as you well know if you've been listening to the podcast 
but I try not to use them on my face in the summer. Usually I would recommend using them at night. If you are going to use an essential oil, you know, you really can't avoid it. You've you got a major issue, whatever happening. You want to really use it at nighttime. Don't use it in the morning. And that using it at nighttime is going to help you wait that minimum of 12 hours before you go outside. That 12 hours includes the sun, but it also includes tanning beds. And it you need to use caution with that as well. Make sure that you don't have lemon straight up on your skin that's not properly diluted and then use one of those. That's not going to be a good idea. So we are going to be more concerned about products that are applied directly to to the skin, but ingesting it can increase the risk as well. So if you choose to ingest oils in your water, like you sip on lemon water with lemon oil throughout the day, this can have a risk. And sometimes we, we actually see this with just lime juice in like a margarita, for example, which is why this type of reaction and the type of skin reaction that comes from it can be called margarita dermatitis. Juice and essential oils are not the same, but they do have those foranocumarins present. So there's cause for concern. And sometimes actually just having a lemon on your skin, having lemon juice on your skin or lime juice on your skin can cause this problem. For those who are trying to lighten their, their hair with like lemon juice or whatever, your scalp, you're running the risk of actually having a reaction on your scalp. So, you know, be careful. And so that's something to pay attention to if you are going to be putting oil in your water or your drink or whatever. Just know that and be aware that you may have a problem. Okay, so what happens if we forget or we didn't know or we read the label later or we just have no idea and something happens, what do we do? The first thing is you're going to remove yourself from the sunlight, the UV light, whatever it is, get into the shade and preferably inside. If you can't get into the shade or get indoors, then you need to make sure your skin is thoroughly covered. So like ditch the mesh cover up here, it's not gonna be helpful to you at all. The next thing is gonna be to wash your skin thoroughly with mild soap and cold water and then rinse it really well. And once you've done that, then you want to take some carrier oil and apply it to the skin. You want to dilute that area and dilute that essential oil. So as I said, you can actually avoid this problem altogether by properly diluting essential oils. So applying a carrier oil here can help. And then rinse and dilute the skin thoroughly with that carrier oil. So you may need to do this a couple of times. Just really get care, take care of that area. And then if you do end up with a sunburn, then treat it like you would treat a sunburn. So cool showers and baths. You know, when you get out, make sure you're patting the skin dry carefully and applying a moisturizer with aloe base or soy base. Just putting straight aloe on it can be helpful for a burn, but it can be really drying to the skin as well because it's kind of tacky. And so you want to be careful with that. But make sure you're just applying a moisturizer that has some aloe in it drink extra water, make sure to keep the skin covered if you have to go back outside. So if you have a sunburn, you may have sunburn for a few days and have to go back outside. Make sure you stay in the shade, make sure you keep your skin covered. And if it becomes a severe burn or it covers very large areas of the skin or you have you know, severe pain or whatever you're doing to help yourself is not clearing it up, then make sure you're seeking some medical attention. 
Phototoxicity is actually pretty uncommon. Phototoxicity from an essential oil is actually pretty uncommon. You hopefully will not make this mistake, but if you do, you will probably only make it once because you will remember. So it really actually is fairly uncommon. We just want to make sure that we are protecting the skin and being educated about this because it can happen. So make sure before you use a product, make sure you read the label. And remember that children are not exempt from phototoxicity. So it will cause the same reaction on you as it does on your child. So use extra care. Phototoxicity from essential oils is a real thing. It can happen. Not every essential oil that you've read about actually is phototoxic. It's a good idea to make sure you're familiar so that you can protect yourself and your kids and anyone you're using essential oils with when you're out in the sunlight. All right, beautiful people. Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel so inclined, please subscribe, rate, and review this show. For show notes and more information on essential oils, please visit livelovelemon.com forward slash podcast. And we love to know what you're up to and how you're using your essential oils. So head over to Instagram and find us at the Aromatherapist Podcast. My name is Cheryl Witten, and I am your aromatherapist. We have to share with you this obligatory disclaimer. Information in this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a replacement for medical advice or for professional aromatherapy consultation. If you need medical care, please visit your physician. Speak to your primary care provider, pharmacist, and a qualified aromatherapist before commencing any programs.